The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, May 2nd, 2020, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. Has the coronavirus impacted the cigar industry? Who are the winners? Who are the losers? Who will survive and who won't? That's what we're going to talk about today and more. Today, welcome everybody to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. All right. I talked about last week uh, on the after show uh, the type of cigars I've been smoking and I've been going low end. Because uh, business is off, and I feel funny. Maybe business is off for the people where we're hitting at uh, walking up to their car and doing the curbside service to. Uh, and this is one of the go-to ones I go to. Um, and it's a, it's a Churchill cigar, and it's so low price. Barry, tell us about this. Well, today's first cigar is Abuelo, and it's manufactured at Davidoff Honduras exclusively for Two Guys Smoke Shop. The size is a 7x50 Churchill, and it's a Honduran Puro. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back $3.39, while a box of 20 is $49.99, which comes out to only $2.50 a cigar. It's a savings of almost $18, or 26% off the box price, on TwoGuysCigars.com. Since no other brick-and-mortar retailer carries it, try 2GuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Yeah, nobody else carries this. This was a idea I had a long time ago. I made a brand um, through Camacho um, back in the day, and I wanted a cigar using the chop that was left from their cigar. And uh, I came up with a cigar that I thought was pretty cute, it was an idea of an asked-for product that was happening in the store for the longest time. As a retailer, when somebody asks for something over and over and over, you get that product for them. But the problem was people would come in and ask me all the time if I have any Cubans. So I made a brand called ANY Cubans, Any Cubans. I thought it was cute. Nobody else did. And it sat around and it didn't do well. And... um the next thing that happened is my brother, who was the other guy, the two guys, passed away a long time ago, but he had his first child. And as we did Dos Ombre before, I asked somebody, what is grandfather? Because he was a grandfather now, what would be the name of that? And they said, Abuelo. And I made the brand. I changed the brand from any Cuban to Abuelo. And it comes in three different sizes. And it's 
pieces of tobacco, so it is a mixed filler cigar. has a full binder on it. You'll, If you took one apart, you'd see that it has some longer pieces, but a lot of shorter pieces too. And it's a blend of different tobacco, so if you end up liking a Buelo, it's, this is what a Buelo tastes all the time because it's not just what is whatever is left in the factory. It's actually this particular type tobacco, so it's always the same. So let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting, brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal ship tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So uh, when I do a, a, a mix-fill, short-fill cigar, I don't want to cut too deep. Never want to cut too deep anyway, but especially when you do that because you don't want little pieces of tobacco that come out there. That's when a bullet cutter would work, a V-cutter would work, or when you use the guillotine cut. Just don't go too deep into it because you don't want that to end up happening. Oysters on the half shell. Yeah, I get pecans. Pecans, pecans. A little sweetness to it. <laughs> We're just going to skip over my oyster flavor. Well, maybe an oyster cracker. Yeah, I see the oysterettes. <laughs> an oyster yeah. cracker. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Renegade. The Vertigo Renegade features four jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You've got a flip-out bullet punch on the bottom. Easy adjustment, all for the low price of fourteen ninety nine. That is the Vertigo Renegade. You can have the Vertigo Renegade, a cutter, and a lighter for under twenty dollars. If if this happens wow. to be uh, you two dollars and fifty cents by the box. Why I say by the box so strongly is it comes in a box. It's not a bundle cigar either. It's a boxed cigar. And it comes out to $2.50 per cigar. So you can be cool and have these at your next barbecue whenever you're allowed to have people over your house and put up, put out a box of cigars. and uh, Live like a king. Yeah. How cool are you, right? You know, you mentioned the lighter has a bullet punch on the bottom. Would you say a bullet punch might be a better choice for a mixed-filled yes. cigar? Yes. Yeah. Uh, unless you're, you're good and you only cut a little mm -hmm. bit. But, you know, don't cut deep it into... Uh, a mixed filler because you're going to get little pieces of tobacco, and that's mm -hmm. typically what people dislike most about mixed filler cigars. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I told you the way it is, but before the show actually started, Barry was asking me some questions about this cigar, and he didn't realize that it was a mixed filler. He says, mm -hmm. oh, I, I got half through, halfway through the cigar, and the ash was still on it. I mm -hmm. had no idea that it was mixed fill. You wouldn't know it unless I told you, mm -hmm. but I told you. How can you have a cigar that's $2.50? You're using the scraps left over from something else in order to do it because for whole leafs and stuff, and you're talking S-ship dollars and manufacturing, impossible. So that's, that's one indicator when you're buying very inexpensive cigars. Um, take one apart someday. You, you're buying something and you, you never knew about it. It's inexpensive anyway. You want to know. The only way to know is to look inside. Is it fair to say this is Honduran-y at the beginning? <laughs> yeah, a little, little, little punch at the beginning. A little bite. Yeah, a little, little mellow out. If that were a word, you would be correct. Yeah. If that Honduran-y. If that was a word. It's a word now, like Cigar Liberties. I coined that. Honduranie. I just Honduranie? invented another word. All right, there we go. It'll be in Webster's this year, when, right next to the words they add, like COVIDiot. So you'll <laughs> have Honduri and COVIDiot. The two of you are adding R's to this, this word. 
It's COVID, not covert, not I say, core. I say COVIDity. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Two of you just are COVID-y. playing fast and loose with the extra R's all the time. So last week we did talk about consumer behavior. Uh, we did on the after show. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very interesting. I'm Now the end of the month comes, I started really digging into numbers and, and looking at things that end up selling. Um, you know, the interesting thing is going to be happen after the fact because, yeah, things change. People can't come into the store and look at the product that we have in here. And the problem that happens in there, as I said, when I go into a restaurant, on the menu, I'm ordering the meal because there it is, but there's no list of the sodas that you have there. So the waitress says, and what do you want to drink? And I say, I'll have a Coke. And I go to Coke because most likely you have it. If, if they're going to respond back negatively, it's going to be, we don't have Coke, how about Pepsi or something? But if I said raspberry cream soda, she's going to say no. And then I'm going to go to cream soda. She's going to say no. Uh, you got an orangeade? No. How about ginger ale? You know, we're just going to just give me a Coke. You got a list of drinks that you prefer. Be, many above Coke. Why but, not but just 100% go? But 100% of the time, it's not on there. I'm going to go to Coke. And I think people are doing that. I go to unsweetened iced tea right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. If they don't have that, I'll just have water. Thank you. No soda for me. Yeah. I'm that guy. You are. <laughs> you are that guy. I also know where they put the list of the sodas that they have. It's the bottom of the menu. You just got to look a little bit. Sometimes it's, it's not there yeah, at all. Like on a higher-end restaurant, they don't list the soft drinks. They don't list the price on a higher-end restaurant. I typically don't go there. I'm trying to buy a house right now. Yeah, just bought a car. I won't be going there for a long time. Well, nobody's going to restaurants, so you're not really missing really? out right now. Yeah. Poor restaurants. Poor retailers. Poor retailers. Poor cigar retailers. That's what we're going to talk about today. It's been tough. Uh, I'm here to tell you. We just got through, came in this morning with, with chatting downstairs, and you said something to me or something. And I said, yeah, yesterday was the first of the month. I spent the day yesterday going through the numbers. It was sickening. Uh, oh, you were you were saying, how come I wasn't so upset that they extended this another mm-hmm. week? We're not even going to open on Monday, which we were hoping that was going to happen. It's going to be another week. And I said, after yesterday, they announced it yesterday as I was going through this. And it was just another thing. I was like, oh, here it goes. Stab me again. Stick it, stick it and turn it. Put some salt on it. We all like to take Dave's temperature throughout the day. You know, right. I'll, I'll just swing into his office and see how he's we doing. We give each other status updates. Yeah, just, you know. I know he's in a bad mood right should, now should or he's in a good now? mood. No, not now. Is now the time to ask for that vacation day? No, it isn't. No. Just for our listeners to know, because they know how you roll, you're not talking about a rectal temperature, right? Well, whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs> now, by the way, we have to start taking temperatures and stuff now. Yeah, Is that the, maybe wearing masks in the store. Yeah, no. I didn't see. I how, hang on a second. How are we going to sanitize about- the thermometer between? Temperatures. Well, I, you would get the one you point that reads mm-hmm. that you don't have to touch the person, but that wasn't uh, on the list. I'm it, sorry. It was All just I use 50%, is percent. Uh, well, that's your prerogative. For greater accuracy? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Do you have to pull your pants down to do You don't it? have to worry about if you had a cool drink or a hot drink before right. you take your temperature. It's always the same down there. Now, the one good news maybe is golf can start, right? Because you are missing all the golfers who only smoke when yeah. they golf. I'm missing everybody. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm miss missing everybody. People. It's it's so bad. And uh, can, can we bounce out of it? And some people are going to bounce out of it. Some people aren't. That goes for the retailer and it goes for the manufacturer too. Uh, what have you, the retailer, been doing 
while this is going on, we've been rehabbing, um, doing work at our stores, uh, not only cleanliness, but we broken trim and yeah. fixing Deep things. cleaning, and, too, pulling cases out, yeah. getting all the dust up. Nashua got a paint job. Yeah. Um, what is the manufacturer doing? Are they getting creative? Are they working on pa new packaging and things like that? Um, and the consumer, are they trying new things? And uh, is their game going to change? So everything's <coughs> going to change at the end of this one way or the other. And as a retailer, I look at the, these times in, in that happen and try to make decisions based on, okay, this just changed. I'm going to make this change, not anything crazy because you don't want to make mistakes or anything. It's a very well-calculated chess game at this point. Right. Um, the consumer's actions after this, I'm telling everybody to please go to your favorite brick-and-mortar retailer and buy from them and keep them in business. The fact of the matter is I'm asking for it every single time because I know it's not happening. Uh, I, I, t I know personally it's not happening to us that our customers aren't coming to us. Have they stopped smoking cigars for a while or are they buying online? Um, and once they have done that, are they coming back ever? And I feel like this every winter that we slow down so dramatically and then the, the, the summertime comes and they come back in and I got a smile on my face after 35 years. I worry every single year if they're coming back. This one has been the longest winter ever because the winter was extended for two more months. Mm -hmm. uh, and are they coming back? Are yeah. they coming back? And are they coming back the same way they were before? Are they going to buy the same brands? Have they brand switched? Have they gone into lower price cigars like we, we've, we have here? Only time's going to tell, uh, but it, it's going to be tough just to dig out, never mind to get back to, to yeah, where it was. I, I don't think the weather helped you at all either, no. in spite of well, the April global showers warming. and all that. Well, and it was a cold April. It was. Yeah. It was chilly. So it's May, and we have the date is Monday, May 11th. Our doors are going to open, but it's not going to open the regular way. We're going to be open, but only so many people can come in. There'll be lines on the floor. You go in a certain direction. We have to wear masks. So we're not smiling at you anymore. We should get masks with smiley faces on. Yeah. We'll do something. Um, I know a guy. Are, are the people supposed to wear masks too? They're they're supposed to, but it's not mandatory for the customer. Okay, but it is mandatory. It's mandatory for, for the employee for the worker. And we got to use hand sanitizer, and we have to use cream after because the hand sanitizer mm -hmm. just uh, destroys your skin. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. Uh, I wonder if there's going to be some sort of problem after with all the people with skin diseases or things like that from alcohol in their hands, whatever's going on, because my hands are rough, mm. unbelievable. Now, Jonathan, do you have masks that match all your shoes? Mm. Ed Sullivan, I think you know better than to ask me such a silly question. <laughs> You're going to be stylish. I'm, I got it going on. Oh, yeah. The mask department. Masks. All these years, somebody would come in with a mask, and I would get scared and pull out a gun or something. And now it's just a regular thing. So keep the gun. Okay. It, it, everyone's going to come in with a mask. Keep your finger off the trigger. Every, everybody doesn't have to, though. We'll we'll have them on this side. So that's going to go on until May thirty first, and then we'll look at the. They're going to look at it at that point, and June first. Hopefully, we get back to full full amount. So people can come in the store, they can shop, but they can't sit in the lounge. Yes. Right? Correct. That stinks. They're going to yell at Barry.
Yeah, they're yelling them now, right? Yep. They want to sit in the lounge now while we're closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have had people sitting outside and stuff. Some nice days and stuff, even when they're not so nice. Right. Tailgate party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to a tailgate party tomorrow with the Nashua regulars. They're going to meet up at a park about five minutes from the store, and we're going to social distance in a circle and smoke some cigars. Because we're in a state that you can go to a park. Yes. Some you can't. And then a lot of places at parks, you can't smoke in the park, but you can in this state. Yes. Obviously, right? Okay. Um all right, so I want to get to it. Today, I want to talk about how did some manufacturers, what did they do when the shit hit the fan? What did the manufacturers do? We talked about retailers. We're going to talk about manufacturers today. And retailers, everybody. But let's talk about manufacturers. What did they do when the shit hit the fan? At a time like this, coronavirus, devastating brick-and-mortar retailers. Uh, there is a fork in the road at that point when retailers are hurting that a manufacturer now can choose what direction they want to go into. A cigar manufacturer could, could do something good to help the retailer, the brick-and-mortar retailer at this point. They could also do something bad to hurt or kill, completely put them out of business to the retailer, or they could do nothing, business as usual, and... That's another option. I can't think of any other option, but those are the options that I see that are on the board that they could do. Good, bad, indifferent. Right. Um, Wondering if consumers were paying attention to what was going on while this is happening. Uh, Also, are retailers paying attention? I certainly am. I'm watching this as it's going on because I have to make calculated decisions what and who I want to get behind after this point because it was a time in life that you could have kicked me when I was down, or you could have helped me while I was down, or you could have done nothing when you were down. So I'm looking at that. What direction did the manufacturer take, the good, bad, or the ugly? I've seen it all. They've they've done every single one of these things, each one differently. Uh, I saw this happen in 1997 when the bust happened. There was a cigar boom, and there was a bust. Some manufacturers came forward during the bust and helped the brick and mortar because they said, this is our future. We have to get behind them. I saw it in the 2008 economy bust with S-chip and now the coronavirus. So uh, first, let's talk about the bad. What is going on and why? And there's no need to name names here to hurt anybody uh, despite their moves. So if they're hurting people, they're hurting people. I don't want to hurt them back. I saw some of our suppliers, we're talking manufacturers and brand owners, right? A brand owner is somebody who owns the brand, doesn't make cigars. Then there's manufacturers who may maybe sell the, brand, sell the brands to us also, and they make them. So it doesn't matter which one they are. Um, they are our suppliers, right? The people we buy cigars from, brick and mortar stores buy from these people. Some of them, have gone direct to consumer at this time. I'm telling you, even on the Cigar Authority to our listeners, I'm telling you every single time, don't even buy from us. I've Correct. been on so many different don't. of these podcasts and these video things, Zooms, and I say to them, listen, they, they say, what about twoguyscigars.com and stuff? And I said, yeah, I have that. Please don't buy from me. Please don't buy from me. Support your brick-and-mortar retailer. And I'm saying it again today. Which in those videos is sort of a gift from the host of the video. They're trying to say, okay, you came on of your own free will to talk about what we wanted to talk about. Now, why don't you plug yourself and you're doing the opposite? Yeah. Um, Uh, Did I tell you last week I'm sick of hearing you, by the way? 
Yeah, I'm sick of myself. Okay. So, and that doesn't happen often, but it, it, I'm in full bloom right now. If I, I hate myself. But you sounded good. I sounded good, thanks to you. Well, yeah, you gave me. But the, you're on your own now. You take the equipment home and you set it all up. And I do it hours early because I said <laughs> anything could go wrong. Because I was sitting here today and we we didn't have YouTube right. when the show started. Good thing you you showed up two hours early. You have to show up early. Yeah. Um, I saw some of our suppliers, manufacturers, and brand owners have gone direct to consumer. Uh, again, I don't want to tell you who, not because I want to protect them, but actually I don't want you buying from them. If I tell you who, maybe some of you say, oh, I can get direct from that guy. Let me get direct. Maybe I'll get some swag with it or do something of, of there. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll get around the tax in the state. Maybe I'll get around whatever. By them making the action that they, they ended up doing, going direct, they actually stuck the knife in the retailer. They did the opposite at the worst possible time. It's one thing doing it to them anyway, but at the kick them when they're down at the worst possible time, it's awful. And I see it, and I'm very, very bothered by it. This is not the time, because the fact of the matter is the brick-and-mortar store built your brand. brand I don't sure. care what brand you are. The brick-and-mortar store built it. They took you to the dance. Without them, you couldn't have been where you are now. And at that time, when they're hurt the most, that's when you stick it in them. Bad. It's wrong. Bad. And, I, and I'm bothered by it. And I don't know if they're going to be successful in what they did, but I'm bothered by it. And it pushes me back. It doesn't, it doesn't bring me forward. It pushes me back to what it is. Um, some manufacturers open direct, added to the manufacturers who are already doing it. So, and, and some of the response I get from it is the horse has already left the barn. This has happened before. What about, they're doing something bad, and they say, what about this one, this one, this one? Well, I'm not talking about this one, this one, this one. I'm talking about you. And It's the you timing are, of it, really. Yeah, it's it goes the timing back, of it. It goes back to what my mom said. If, if so-and-so jumped off a bridge, yeah. would you? Right. So that, this, this, and this, that doesn't work. Yeah. It, it was an oppor opportunity, and they jumped on it. And listen, I'm an entrepreneur, and you look at opportunity when it comes, but not at the demise of somebody else to that degree. I mean, you're talking about you're not just going to hurt them. Some of them you're going to actually completely wipe them out. Um, they'll kill some brick-and-mortar retailers, and that's their customer base. So... If they don't have success with it, they may be killing their own company at the same time. So direct-to-consumer began in 2003. And when I saw it, I was like one of the only people pushing back very hard because people thought it was, ah, they're not going to do so good or whatever's going to end up happening. I, I thought it is, this is the beginning of the end. And with that, ended up the next guy did it because there was no pushback from the retailer pushing back from them and saying, well, if you do that, then I'm not, I can't get behind you. I can't do events with you. I can't do things with you. If some of these people are direct to consumer, we have a whole things that we don't do with those people. Right. Maybe we carry the brand because they're so popular, but we are not going to do this, 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 this. Um, you, the bad manufacturer, hopefully are paying attention at this time because people are watching. And I think this time, because when you really get hurt, that's when the eyes really, open. Yeah. Now you're really starting to feel it, right? So I am watching. I have been watching. But I think this time other brick-and-mortar retailers are watching because they're hurting. 
and, you, and you're doing something against them. Other manufacturers have been acquiring names. We're talking about these Zoom calls and things like that and running contests, getting addresses and email addresses with, with contests that are going on. Um, they're going to retailers and having the retailers bring their customers into their den where they're getting these information from, which is handing over the names and addresses of their customer. Right. Why are they doing it? Some of these people are not direct to consumer yet because I saw one after the other end up going to them. So what does the future hold? What does the future hold for them? By them getting that, it looks to me like you are building for the future. Let me start building a mailing list of consumers. They want the consumer is so valuable. It is the, what's the assets of my business? It's the names and addresses of my customers. It's the number one asset. So I can get a hold of them and reach out to them because one out of a thousand people use the product. So you can't just buy any mailing list. Yeah, it's gold. It's gold. It's everything. Um, some retailers took the bait by some sort of, oh, we're going to run this promotion and when you're going to get to talk to so-and-so or whatever it is. And they gave them their customer. They bit. And uh, I think it was a big mistake because, frankly, you know, they put locks on screen doors. It's, it's weird. There's a lock in a screen door. All you need is your key or something. Cut through the screen and unlock the door. Why is there a lock in a screen door? It's to keep the honest person honest. I'm not giving these manufacturers my customers' names and addresses to keep them honest. They look at me like you don't trust me. I'm putting a lock on a screen mm -hmm. door. Of course, you can do something diabolical and end up doing it and cut the screen and get into it, but I don't want you to do it. I'm trying to keep you honest, but you're pushing and you're pushing and you continue to push for it daily. I get offered these opportunities to do it, and I'm not doing it when it comes to giving you up, and that includes giving up the, the people that listen <coughs> to the Cigar Authority. I'm not giving you up either. Some manufacturers are allowing discounting way over and above what is acceptable and they're adding to it also they're adding free goods along with it they're giving the free goods to do it they're encouraging this to go on by offering these unbelievable deals along with free goods on top of that you are basically giving the taking away from the brick and mortar store by empowering these discount major right. discount companies but, but they're telling you you can discount more but you're the one who's given up margin then and as bad as things are you're saying that listen i'm going to do this to everybody and allow this astronomical discount to happen you should do it too now you're even hurting me on top of it i have half the amount of sales coming in now you're going to take away the make me discount on top of that there's a good possibility i'm going to lose money and if I end up losing money and this goes much longer, I will go out of business. Right. So you're setting me self setting me up for disaster. Not just me, the failure, brick and mortar stuff. Epic right. disaster. Um so also this is all kick them when they're down type of mentality that's going on. Some manufacturers have fired their reps. Early on, too, you're fired. Mm -hmm. And I, I see this in the factories also. There's been a thing going on for years and years. At the end of every year, they fire all their employees and hire them back two weeks later. It's so that they don't end up going into this thing where they, they, they have to be paid months after they let go or something like this. 
This is why unions were actually formed. I'm not a big union guy, but unions were formed because of bad manufacturers and bad business owners that ended up not taking hurting, care of their customers, not taking care of their employees. employees. And these are the actions that I'm seeing again. And I look at this, and if they're bad to their employees, these are guys that, that go from store to store and travel long distances and have sleepless n- nights no, in a hotel, in a no shit family. Hotel. Yeah. Terrible, terrible life. Fast food all the time. Something I always thought I wanted to do till I got to know some of these uh, road warriors and see how tough it is for them. And for them not to step up at that point to them, if they did that to them, which is, should be part of their family, if they did that to them, what are they going to do to me? This is how I'm looking at it. It's so terrible to do, but I'm sharing with you that I'm saying it. They, they, they've fired their rollers. They've fired their reps that are on there. And when this is over, they're going to call them back. I, I've seen it in the retail end of it, too, on a smaller scale. Um, and retailers at this point, listen, I'm, I'm doing good. And uh, thank God I could suck it up. But say this was 20 years ago. I would have had to do what I had to do, but I'm seeing people that didn't have to do things to do the bad thing that they didn't have to do. Um, some people have short shipped brick and mortar retailers. We're talking on premium brands asked for stuff that they end up needing short shipped to at the same time overload the online guy. Again, mm-hmm. taking the guy that wants brand X, it isn't available to us. The guy goes online and we didn't lose the sale. We may have lost the customer. That is lifetime value of a customer. It's not just that sale. Um, it seems to me that some of these people that are doing these things want to be in bed with them, the online giants, because listen, they write big checks and they do it right away. They want to be in bed with them more than ever. And they're turning their back on the brick and mortar retail. How much of this is going to fall on the online giant who is, at, let's face it, the one generating the deal? It's not like brand owner X goes to them and says, okay, if you write me an order for 250000 we know how the game is played. Yeah. I have two orders in my hand. One order's for 6000 The other one's for 250000 Which one would you like? Yeah. Here are the terms for the big check, and they write the check. And that is how these guys, what's going to happen to them at the end, these manufacturers that are doing the wrong thing, they're going to get the knife stuck into them at the very end of it because I've seen it many, many times. They're destroying the brick-and-mortar retailer to help with their demise, but in the end, the online discounter will turn on the manufacturer. Watch, I told you so. I've said this to manufacturers before as they're doing it, and I hate to say I'm right, but... After it ends up happening, I get the phone call, and Dave, you were right. I'm sorry I was right, but I saw it a hundred times, and it's going to be a hundred more times because I'm seeing it happen right now. And I saw it firsthand when I worked on of the course. other side. Of course, yeah. it's this is their mo. They this is what they do over and over again. They are snakes, and they will bite you later because they're a snake. So, oh my God, the snake bit me. Yeah, they're a snake. Mm-hmm. These guys did this. The win-win for them is to actually hurt the brick-and-mortar retailer, buy stuff at a huge discount where they end up making massive profits and hurting the manufacturer, putting them out of business and putting the retailer out of business and making because money at the same time. The manufacturer is their own competition. Right. Because they make cigars that they sell on their own website. Right. Right. So that's how it is of the bad. That's what's going on, I see. But 
there's good and there's indifferent. We'll get to that too. But right now, Abuelo, mine uh, went out while I was so, talking. But f- so for me, I, I smoked one yesterday because I'll have the full review going up on the Cigar Authority tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern time. I was hesitant to smoke it because I'm a cigar snob. Now, you know, I put us up against a, a, a $12 Padron. I'm going to grab for the, the Padron. But at the price, I wasn't disappointed. It hit the spots that I wanted for a cigar to hit. Is it six times worse than the $12 Padron? Oh, I no, would say I it's even, twice as good as its price tag at $250. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even say it was two times worse, you're which not, goes to his right. 650 statement. You're not. You're not being ripped off if you're paying five dollars for this at between 250 and 350 it's i wanted to hate it i wanted to shit all over it you know finally we're going to smoke something and i could completely be honest and i'm going to be honest it's pretty good listen yeah. i watched them make this in the factory i was there the first thing i was t- tasting the blends and what do you think of this what do you think of that and going through it it was a long long time ago but i remember what it is it's quality the, the, the it, one thing is i'm going to say filler pieces it is there is zero strength to this a lot of flavor but as far as if you're smoking true. if you're it's looking for a strong cigar i just don't think yeah this there's is not it. a lot of strength to it i agree I give with it a that. two and a half and on the strength the, scale and there's not a lot of body there, of there, there are some notes and nuances going on but it's not high-end in body um i I give it like a two in strength and maybe like a four in body if you were to ed you're going to be a better judge on this this was originally supposed to be any cubans it was originally any cuban does it have a compute a a cuban-esque cuban-esque flavor and strength profile I think the the strength profile is not that far off from most Cuban products. That was that was what it was emulating. I don't. Have you had mixed fill Cuban cigars? Of course yes. you have, right? Yeah, there's a lot of them, and people don't realize. And they- to be honest, the mixed fill Cubans profile is somewhat nasty, <laughs> you know. And this is, I think, the flavor on this is good. Am I gonna run out and buy these? Well. I may buy a box because this would be great to give to somebody who's not a regular cigar smoker, right? Yeah, you're not going to knock them on their ass. The guys that want to sit around the barbecue with you, you're smoking a cigar. I want to smoke a cigar too. Right. I'm not giving them a $12 cigar. They're not going to enjoy it and they're not going to know what to do with it. But this would be perfect for that. We sell a shitload of them. Hey, Jason Raybuck on Facebook said, thought I was going to hate this cigar, but so far it's all right. Thumbs it's all right, up. yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> it's all right. Yep. No, is it something you're going to say, Abuelo is my favorite brand? No, it's not going to be your favorite brand. It it, it burns. It, uh, it draws. It yeah. has flavor. I'm not shitting on it by any stretch. It's good. I smoked them way too often, right? I You do. <laughs> I had to give Dave a cigar this morning so I didn't have to watch him smoke another one. So anyway, we'll get uh, to more uh, when we get back. We're going to do a quick commercial. Um, The good, bad, and the ugly is happening right now in the cigar industry. Things are going to change forever unless you, the consumer, does something. You speak with your wallet, right? Now's the time. We'll get to what the good is when we return. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. 
Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, 
The Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Got Jason Wood from Miami Cigar and Company and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. And we're back. We're smoking a Buelo low-priced cigar and we're talking about changes that we're seeing from manufacturers during a crisis. This is a time to be part of the problem or part of the solution before the industry changes forever. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And um, we got a lot to get to. So uh, first thing I want to do now, we, we went through the bad, uh, some of the bad. Stupid moves are already in process um, that I hear through the grapevine. So more stupidity, in my opinion. Uh, bad moves are coming. Uh, I can't report to it yet because it hasn't happened, but I hear about it. Not that you're going to mention names anyway. No, I'm not going to mention names anyway. But manufacturers uh, do some crazy bad stuff when their sales are disrupted um, because their sales are disrupted too. It's the re retailer. Um, so my sales are disrupted. Should I be doing something bad to the consumer? No. no. They, and they shouldn't be doing something bad to us either, especially things that are going to affect them forever or for a long period of time after. In a short period of time, you do something because of a short problem that happens here that may take years and years for people to forget. The problem I find is people have a short memory. And uh, I'm, I'm quite the opposite, that I don't forget when, when, when something is harmed. Uh, I try not to forget when people do nice things also, but I think the strongest thing is when people are <coughs> harmed at their most vulnerable time, at their worst time, that's the one that sticks a longer. Yep. So um, short-term moves with lifelong consequences is what I see. That being said, some manufacturers and brand owners are doing good 
for the retailer. Hopefully, at the end, they will grow and be pushed and promoted later to the retailer. Hopefully. As again, they should be. They should. But we forget the good and we remember what the bad thing is. But try to remember, as you, the retailer, are receiving good, try to remember, as you, the consumer, are going to your brick and mortar, however uh, it's happening in the promotions and events and uh, little times that they have and and uh, give you things and whatever. Try to remember those things uh, because now's the, the time to remember. Some manufacturers are offering gifts with purchase to retailers to help them move product that they already have. That's the magic word that they already own. So I've been offered gifts with purchases, not Dave, give me a hundred box order of these and I'm going to send you a hundred of these things with it. It's how many you think you have of this? Let me send you 60 of those and maybe somebody wants five or six singles of those things. You can say to them, listen, if you buy a box, I'm going to give you this free thing too. Right. Oh my God, what, what a tool that would help us grow our sales. The consumer will get something extra along with a discount for the box. The retailer will ring up more sales and have more profit. And the manufacturer is helping us. And we'll get the reorder in the end. It's a win, win, the, win. Yeah, they, they are going to get the reorder at the end because all of a sudden all these sold. And maybe the guy says, wow, those were fantastic. Mm -hmm. I want to buy them again. This is some of the things that I see and trying to remember and keep track of because this, these things are being offered to us as retailers. And those are great partners to have because that thing is thrown away around so often that you, we, we're your business partner. Now's the time to show if you're your business partner. Indispensable is used in uh, conjunction with that yeah. sometimes. Uh, offering discounts on big sellers that don't need to be discounted, but they are to help the retailer's bottom line and can't be discounted. So somebody offering me, hey, we're going to give you a deal on these. It's so much percent off or so many free with this or whatever. This is something I have to order all the time anyway. It's, it's a big seller and there's no need to discount it at all. It's going to be ordered. It's going to be sold through it, no yeah, matter what. It's going to happen anyway. And here you are offering me this thing to help my bottom line. Again, saying to me, don't discount it. Don't do anything. This is just helping to your bottom line as it is. And then, then maybe me as a retailer, I'm going to push that brand more because there's actually more profit in it to do it onto the right person. Yep. May, or maybe say to the person, listen, you, you're buying 10 of those. Why don't, why don't you get a whole box? or whatever, and the guy buys a box at a discount, and, and the consumer wins, and the retailer wins, and whatever. That manufacturer that's offering me that deal does not need to do that at all. That's a gift. To help me. Correct. He sees it. In the hour he, of need. Absolutely. More than ever. You know, there is no trade show going on where they offer deals and promotions and things like that. They're doing it on the, the, the off time. Here it is in May. This is the boom time. There's nothing on deal or something, but I'm being offered these things. Um, and not from a phone call coming to me to do it. Hey, we're calling in an order. Hey, just so you know, I'm going to give you X amount on this. Wow, you just it's just like writing me a check. There's somebody stepping up at that point. And I see it, and I'm not going to forget. I know retailers listen to the show. I hope you're paying attention to it also. And you, the consumer, once again, they're helping the place that you love to go. Right. 
And if they don't help the place to go, the place to go goes away and you lose the place. So we're all in this together, right? That's what it comes down to. Um, what else? Um, oh, the other thing I want to mention here is when they are saying, no, hold the price, we're not looking to discount the product, they're actually preserving the brand's integrity and helping the retailer at the same time. Because ruining the brand, if the manufacturer ruins the brand, all the product that we're sitting on when they ruin the brand, they all of a sudden you have a $7 cigar and it's a $3 cigar online. You've ruined my inventory. Right. Because my inventory that was a $7 cigar is now a $3 cigar. No, it's not. You're charging $7. It's never going to sell at $7. You've ruined my inventory, and I paid more than that for it. These are the things we're going to see later on. Um was it a time to choose the direction for the future e-company? Yes, it was. It was the time to do that, to help hurt or do nothing. This was the crossroads that we were in. Help hurt or do nothing for those in trouble. The brick-and-mortar retailer is now in survival mode. We are not in profit mode. We are not in growth mode. We're in the mode of survival at this point. We need to survive and get through it, and then we go back to try to build our business. Right now, it's not. nobody's trying to build their business at this point. We're trying to survive because of the fact of the matter is the online guys are growing dramatically. The consumption is there. It's just not going to brick and mortar. The mistake a manufacturer makes now may take years for them to fix. The retailer and consumers are watching, I hope. I'm, I certainly am. Are you watching? That's the question. Right now, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And this week, the Sands and Venetian Hotels announced safety measures in an attempt to reopen Las Vegas. Meanwhile, PCA has announced a trade show is still scheduled to go on as planned as major airlines have announced traveling with a mask is mandatory. Imperial Tobacco Group has a $1.3 billion agreement to sell six, their... Six feet away from each other in the plane? Uh, or, or, yeah. or a quarter of an inch. I've seen, I've seen flights from Miami to New York where it was a full plane. Yeah. Um, so, we yep. Winners and losers. Imperial Tobacco Group has a $1.3 billion agreement to sell their premium cigar division with all but the U.S. entities going to Allied Cigar Corporation and the U.S. entities going to Gemstone Investment Holdings. This deal is expected to close in the third quarter, and we'll have more on it in the after show. Yeah, we're going to get deep into this in the after show. I got some thoughts on this. What do you got, Jonathan? Okay. Barry took care of it, I was going to say. Okay. Maybe we should talk about that on the uh, after show. Last week, we announced, announced that STG and Royal Agio, that their acquisition was going going forward. This week, they announced the discontinuation of two brands, Balmoral and San Pedro. Gone. Gone. Boy, was that fast. <laughs> and, and, every, and all the employees are gone. All the employees are gone. Zev Kaminsky, who is the head of sales, yeah. gone. Um, whoever he winds up with, that's my prediction for the next company to be sold. 
I it's know. The last, the last three he's worked I know. for. Oh, Zev, man. Jeez. And lastly, this week, the cigar industry mourns the pass- passing of Ronnie Uvesian, son of Avo Uvesian, yeah. who passed away from a non-COVID-related illness. And that's yeah. what's up in the cigar world. All right. Yeah, we'll get to that. I'll taught us in the after show um, where we think they're going to go and what's going on. It seems very secretive. I got some thoughts uh, I'll share with you on there. Next week on the show, uh, we're going to talk about the store, Two Guys Smoke Shop, because we are celebrating our 35th anniversary, and we're going to sell tickets curbside for our anniversary party. We've been doing the anniversary party since our eight-year anniversary and kept it going ever since. This is 35 years and uh, we do a big shebang every year where we invite 500 people and cigars and sit-down dinner and the whole bit. I've decided to drop that this year to 400 people um, for a few different reasons. One is I think it's going to be a hard ticket to sell. We'll, we'll, see, ne- we'll see on Saturday next week uh, because people feel funny about this. Having it 400 people, we can spread out a little more than we normally do because, honestly, it is jam-packed. So 100 less people is going to free us up. Uh, I did plan on giving away $35,000 at the event. I'm going to continue to do it because it's 35th anniversary, less 100 people. But your odds are better. Uh, the event is Wednesday, September 16, 2020. September 16th, I'm, I'm hoping it's all over by then. We're not even talking about it. It's at the Burroughs Function Hall in Haverhill, Massachusetts, which is minutes away from where we are in our Salem location, all three stores close by. Tickets go on sale May 9th, that's next Saturday, at 10 a.m. And you can call, you can do curbside, but you can't come in and buy your tickets. Where are we going to be with it? I don't know. But when you buy a ticket to the event, at the event, you'll receive 17 premium cigars that will be handed to you. Um, there'll be a cocktail hour with hors d'oeuvres, and then we go into another room where it's a sit-down dinner, and uh, it'll include antipasto, chicken parmesan, veal marcella, ziti, coffee, dessert, and all the fixings that's going to go there. We have music, we have uh, a comedian, and then we have the game of elimination. We eliminate the 17 groups, because when you come in, you'll be part of a group, each group will be eliminated till we get the last group. Then we'll eliminate one by one until one person wins $35,000. Or I'll be playing games with them to try to buy them out, and we'll see what happens with there. So the big name, the biggest names in the cigar industry are planned to be there. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that September we're going to be okay. Hopefully, yes. Uh, I've talked to some of the manufacturers about it, and they said, I'll be there no matter what. And Start uh, walking, buddy. Right. <laughs> So uh, that'll be next week. And the following week, we planned on doing a big event with John Carney from La Florida Dominicana. We will not have the big event, unfortunately. Um, The doors will be open. And does that mean the doors will be open? For the podcast studio, I don't think so. No, probably not because you got to limit the number of people. Yeah, yeah. We want to save that. So unfortunately, we'll let you know when that can end up happening. But John Carney will be here, and he and. uh, I hear we're going to have a little something. Ah, snacks? We got snacks? We got snacks. Good. Maybe more than snacks. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I won't be eating the night before. Yeah? In anticipation. All right. Lastly, let's talk about um, the consumer now. The consumer, um, after this virus craze thing ends up happening, while it's going on, I have a question for you. And that is, do you like to hang out at your brick-and-mortar retail shop from now and then? 
Do you like to hang out? And the answer is yes, because I've been doing this 35 years. I know you like to do it. You come in, you grab a cigar, and you sit there. Maybe you leave with the box of cigars, hopefully, when you come in. But um, you do like going into cigar shops across the whole country. I want you to think about that as you're making your decisions on what you're doing now. Do you miss seeing your buddies at the cigar shop? If this continues with these online giants that you're going there because you're saving a few bucks or you find it convenient to not deal with your brick-and-mortar retailer. This is more convenient, and I I don't have to buy from them now because I'm not going to sit in their shop, and I don't feel obligated to buy from them, so I'm not going to do it. It will be more convenient for you pretty soon to sit in your car or sit by yourself and smoke the cigar by yourself because the brick-and-mortar store is going to go out of business. So... Think of this and help out the brick-and-mortar retailer now more than ever, not while you're sitting in this lounge, while you're not sitting in this lounge, and buy more than you did before. Buy better if you can. Buy better than you can. Now's the time to step up like I'm looking for the manufacturers to step up. I'm looking for the consumer to step up, not to me, but to their brick-and-mortar retailer that's closest to them because that's the guy you hope is there for you later on. And if he's not, it's your fault. That's whose fault it's going to be. The online giants are up over 150% right now from the last two months. It's the biggest growth in industry history. The online giants are growing. So you are doing this. We know you're doing it. Before it was a question, where is it going? Are they not smoking cigars because the lounges aren't open? No, they are consuming cigars, and these guys are up 150%, and where the average brick-and-mortar retailer is down 50% or more. We've lost half our business. You can't survive on half your business. The, you know, we talk about Black Friday. Black Friday is when companies go from red to black, meaning they're losing money all year up to late November, and only that last one-tenth of the year is where the profit comes. It's actually one-seventh, 7% of the year, because the average brick-and-mortar retailer makes 7% profit at the end of it. Well, if you ended up taking 50% away for two or three months, you can't make it up. You can't. You can't do it. So this is how it is. So more than ever, and hopefully we're at the tail end of this anyway, but today, go out there and support your brick-and-mortar retailer because they're counting on you. And without it, they are going to go out of business, and you're going to have no place to go, and it will become the lose-lose situation, even to the manufacturer who sells that brick-and-mortar. They're going to come out with a new product. They think it's going to sell online by itself. It sells because of the brick-and-mortar retailer. That's where your brand was built, and that's why it is the brand that it is. So as a brick-and-mortar retailer to the core, I've been doing this for 35 years. I've, I've never seen such a drop in my retail shop. It's awful. I went through the numbers yesterday. It was May 1st. I looked at it. Oh, my God. Holy mackerel. I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> uh, these are only a few of the words yeah. that you said out loud to us. What I'm trying to do is not make stupid decisions, I hope. As, as I'm gearing up for what's going on, I want to do right by the manufacturer and I want to do right by the consumer and never take advantage of either one of them. It's good karma. It's the right thing and to do. And you've done right by your employees, oh, which, you don't, which you don't say, but the first thing that you said out loud when this whole thing went down is, how do we make sure every one of our employees gets paid? Not 
how do we save the business? How do we how do we make sure everybody that's gets paid? A, was the first it, thing it, you said. That's my responsibility, and it, and it should have been the responsibility of the manufacturers and the factory owners and all that stuff. But there's all kinds of different people out there. It's not too late if you're doing the wrong thing, whoever you are on the manufacturer side, the brand owner side. The retailer side or the consumer side, it's not too late to do something nice and do the right thing and see if you can bring it up. It's time to step up. You know, I, I want to just take a second just to follow up more on what Johnny said. Oh, the ass kissing has to start. You can't let me do it once without you doing it. No, because, like, you know, a lot of people might look at the things you've said. You've mentioned the word profits and all of that. Everybody needs to know that you are the most generous employer to work for. And you've kept us all working. And you've made sure we're all okay. I and tried. because of that, I was able oh, <laughs> I was able to make a life purchase yesterday. But That's impl- what it is. This every, is a dry no, brag. Everybody in this company car. knows how generous you are and how much you look out for the employee. Even our newest employee, Maddie B, was saying it to me last night. So on behalf of all the two guys' employees, thank you. So Barry has now just given himself a, an elevation there. He is the ambassador of all two guys' employees. Remember that next time you're giving me shit. There we go. Talk to Barry. <laughs> all right. So back to this. Um, there will be casualties in the brick-and-mortar retail. Some people are estimating between 17 and 20% of all mm. brick-and-mortar cigar retailers are going down. I hope it's wrong. I hope it doesn't happen. Also, manufacturers and brand owners are going to go away. I saw it in 97. I saw it again during the uh, 2008. 2008 crisis that ended up happening. Um, history repeats itself. That's the unfortunate thing. And, and the fortunate thing is, if you're a historian, if you look back, sometimes you can make some right decisions before that ends up happening so it doesn't happen to you. Problems were before some bad succeeded, some good went out of business. So... I heard to some manufacturers, you know, the bad retailers are going to go out. Some good ones are going to go out, too. And I feel bad for the bad ones, too. Maybe they were just ignorant and didn't understand what was about to happen or whatever ends up happening. Chasing the money. It's terrible. It's it's tragic what, what, what we're about to see. Please watch what others do and help and be good. Support the retailers and manufacturers and the brands that are doing the right thing and reward them. This time, you could make a difference for the life and death of a cigar shop. Do the right thing. Support your local brick and mortar more than ever. And when they open, never, ever bring a cigar you bought online to the cigar shop. Don't ever do it. I saw Don't ever do it anyways, but especially not do now. It. But I saw another one show up, a, a big, long Facebook thing of people doing it. Don't ever, ever be that person. It's the worst person. I talk about you all the time, that bad person that does that. It's horrible. Just nicer people than me end up not saying it. They think it because they all think it, and they don't say it because they don't want to look upon as, as angry about it or whatever. We hate it. Every brick-and-mortar retailer hates when you bring cigars in from it's other places. News. They know it, and they hate it. And they're looking at you as a, as a bad person for doing it. Just don't freaking do it. I'm not going to say the word asshole, but we say it. We can say it. Um, flavor-wise, if we can talk about the, the cigar for a minute. Abuela. Are you done with your Grandpa, diatribe? Okay. For now. You feel like you got it out? You feel better? I feel better. All right. That little knot in your back loosen yeah. up at all? There we go. <laughs> uh, I'm picking up a little oak, cinnamon, a little walnut, and th- this is interesting, salt, yeah. but more on the baking powder 
salty baking powder kind of taste. Ed Sullivan. Huh? You. He's being a good person. I, I, I will, dis- Everybody wants to be I will only disagree on the walnut. For me, it's still more of a pecan, pecan, pecan. But other than that, I kind of agree with you. Yeah. So I nailed it. $2.50? Or if you came <laughs> over the house and you said, I, I, I forgot a cigar. I said, grab one of those abuelos. Are you mad at me? No. Not at all. You're right. It's a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I think you're actually underselling it by saying it's a cigar. It's It's decent. I would expect if we, we play the game all the time. We did it this week. You blinded a, us on a cigar. I blew you and away. And we guessed, tried to guess how much it was, and we were pretty close. I would be wrong on this. I would guess about $5, and it's $2.50. It's Because we don't have another $2.50 cigar. Correct. I think it might be the lowest price cigar we have. It's $2.50. You may be right. Uh, classic comes out cheaper. By the bundle? By the bundle. Okay. This would be second. Okay. All right, it's it's there, baby. It's there. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, whose boom whose business will be booming after the coronavirus? How long will you have to wait to get a haircut? I got the trick. So you don't have to wait at all. You're really gonna do this. I'm gonna do it. When we come back, I'm gonna cut my own hair in (sighs) front of you. I got the flow beat. I'm against this. And I mean this. I'm going to do it. I'll show you when we get back. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit anytime, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General work. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations, 
importance of cigar science basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th Anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back with our number two, 
There are winners and losers in life, and even in this mess, when it's over, we'll figure out who they're going to be. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Uh, before we light up, once again, via Italy, via Pennsylvania, our coronavirus update from Toscano Cigars, one of the winners. And before you come on, Michael, I'm going to say, here is a winner. Here is somebody who did something for brick and mortar at that point and offered a promotion within our store. And I don't know if you've done it in a whole bunch of stores, but you certainly did it for us. Buy two packs of Toscano and you get a third free. Somebody that came in to get or, or pulled up and said, give me one pack. We said to them, would you like two packs because you'll get one free? 100% of the people say yes. And you doubled our sales. You helped the brick and mortar retailer. Amen. Thank you, Michael. And thank you to Toscano for that. Welcome back, Michael. How are you? Hi, guys. Thanks. Everything's good. Thank you. Good, good. Um, so um, we have a, a line in the sand here in New Hampshire, which is we can go back, not 100%, but we can go back some, some ways next Monday. So right. um, at, at that point, I think it'll be a quick, they call it phase two, and then there's a phase three to full recovery. Is, is that what you're seeing that's happening in Pennsylvania? Is that what's happening in Italy? When, when do people go back? Well, before I even get into that, thanks for the, you know, we, we were happy to do what we did for our team at Toscano. We, we cherish you guys and we cherish our brick and mortars. You know, we cherish anybody who loves Toscano. So thank you to you guys. You don't have to thank us. It's, it's, it's our pleasure. Um, <clears throat> but when you talk about the uh, soft opening or phase one, two, three, here in Pennsylvania, yes, there are some openings starting to happen. My county in particular, Lackawanna, is still a red county because our, our cases have been going up. So I'm, uh, I'm probably not going anywhere for another couple days, but that's all right. We're doing what we can. Uh, Italy itself, I believe they're going to extend for another week or two the lockdown, but that's just precautionary. Uh, and, and it might go province by province, too. They're not 100 percent sure. There's a lot up in the air just there is, as there is here. But the report today on, on behalf of the Italians is, is, is uh, a good one, generally speaking. So that's that's why I'm, I'm actually excited. I know it's been a, a downer hearing all these numbers, but we're finally really on the right track in Italy. And and like you said, Dave, that's kind of what the United States has to look forward to. Right. Uh, look what Italy and Spain are doing. And we there definitely is that light at the end of the tunnel coming. So but with that said, um, daily new cases are down. Uh, last week, they were twenty three hundred fifty seven. Now they're nineteen hundred sixty five. Daily deaths uh, have gone down by almost half. Last week, wow. it was around four hundred and fifteen a day. Now it's two hundred and sixty nine. Uh, so that brings all the totals. The total cases are 209,328. The deaths are 28,710, but the recoveds are 79,914. And last week, I believe, was the first time that the Italian peninsula saw more recoveries than more new cases. So wow. good news. Yeah. Very good. Is, For once. And is there any part of Italy at all that is, is opened up, or Sicily no. or something like that? No? To my, to my knowledge, no. Um, I was listening to the television this morning, and they, weren't, they didn't say one part is open and one part's not thus far. But th there definitely is that feeling that things are going to start to ease up. I know that President Conte had said something uh, last week in that regard. So we just kind of have to see what, what goes on. Well, um, what, what, what a tough uh, run for Italy over there. Um, I was uh, planned for next week to go to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> and you and I both, buddy. Yeah, that was uh, 
that I, I, I look at my calendar and I had it all marked off and everything. And I, when I flipped over to May 1st on my paper calendar, yeah, I still use a paper calendar. I flipped <laughs> over to May 1st. There was all the uh, Italy information on there. And I'm like, oh, wow, which obviously isn't happening. And uh, Yeah, but look at it this way, Dave. Look at it this way. 2021 is going to be an even better trip for you. You know, the Italian word of the day that I wanted to use today was tradizione or traditions. Obviously, traditions across the peninsula and here in the United States are being canceled or postponed to the the following year one that's near and dear to my heart as hard as it is in may for us to be here 2021 you better watch out i don't know what's going to get accomplished in 2021 hopefully my bosses aren't listening to that one because they'll be questioning me every step of the way in may but it's going to be a hell of a month for us next year and uh thank you guys for everything that you do for us not just toscano the industry itself we love you guys Barry, Mr. Jonathan, Ed, Dave, without you guys, I don't know where we'd be. Thank you guys so very oh, much. Oh, please. Michael Capolina, Tuscano Cigars, great to have you on again. Good luck. Stay safe. And um, one of the good guys. Yeah. One of the good guys, one of the good companies, uh, and I'm happy to mention them. Uh, let's get to a cigar. Speaking of good, let's get to a good cigar. Not that the Eladino, but now... We go from a mixed filler to a long-filled cigar. We go to, um, Barry, if I'm right, this is Broadleaf? Uh, San Andreas. Really? Yes. Okay. This is the, if, if I remember, this was the chocolatey one. Yes. All right. So today's second cigar is Juarez, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Crown Heads. The size that we're lighting up is four and three quarters by 52. It's known as the OBS or a Robusto. The wrapper is San Andreas, the binder Sumatra, and the fill is from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. Yes, this too is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back $5.99, while a box of 20 is $106.99, which is a savings of almost $13, or 11% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. I wanted everybody to smoke this because we were Googling after this last time uh, because of the strong taste it has. I hope it's still there of what it is, but it's time to cut our cigar. And we're going to cut our cigar with another guy that did the right thing for brick and mortar, and that's Perdomo Cigars. And I'll tell you why. Big brand, they offered us opportunities. At deals on their little, their four pack, yeah, that we talked about so much on the show, and how Nicholas Perdomo, you know, how did you see this was going to be there? And um, the last thing they needed to do is give a discount on something that's already discounted out to the consumer. It's a really good deal for the consumer right. to begin with, and gave it to us. Don't lower the price. Don't do anything. The reason why we're doing it is just to help the retailer out. I'm watching those things. They're very, very important to me. Uh, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. excellence. And they did the right thing. I expected them to do the right thing. I would have been disappointed if they didn't, and they did. But because they did the right thing last time. They have a history of doing the right thing. Yeah, that's why it's a brand. Four brick-and-mortar retailers. That's why it's a brand you can always get yeah, behind. That's it. Okay. So there's the Ovaltine, right? Definitely, 100%. Got, yeah, chocolatey overtone. Draw in on the cigar. Wrap your lips around it. 
don't kiss the cigar like you know, like put it in your mouth into your teeth wrap around it take a draw and tell me you don't have powdered ovaltine flavor almost to the degree like they added it <laughs> like it's really there it's, it's more than subtle it's, definitely it's yeah. easy easy to identify we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Renegade. The Vertigo Renegade features single action, meaning you do have to flip the top. You got four jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, flip-out bullet punch, easy adjustment, all for the low price of $14.99. And in addition to all the other benefits, you got a little mirror on the end so you can check your mascara, look at the end of your cigar if you want to make sure everything's lit. And uh, there are some people in the care package that are still waiting on their care package. We are noticing in certain pockets of the U.S. Oh, no. There are postal delays. Uh, we're seeing it in the Philadelphia area. We're seeing it in the Detroit hub. And we're also seeing it a little bit in California. Oh, what a shame. Uh, so the people that have been commenting, it's coming. We saw a lot of people oh. were scheduled for delivery today or Monday. We sent it out early enough and everything. So yeah, we sent this one. Yeah, this, we sent this one on the exact day the charge hits. Usually, it's a day or two after. Yeah. So we sent this out, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Twenty four to forty eight hours earlier than normal, uh, but the postal service is uh, having some delays. I'm so sorry. Hey, what are we gonna do? Right? There's mm-hmm. nothing we can do about that. But um, you know what you do? You watch the show again. Mm-hmm. Give us another hit. By the way. We killed it. It's big. The amount of people watching us and listening to us, watching us is, is through the roof because you're sitting at home or whatever. Go back to not, although today you're going to want to watch the rest of this. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. I don't know about that. Um, so I want to talk about the winners and losers. Not necessarily in the cigar industry. Actually not in the cigar industry. At the end of this, who are the winners and who are the losers? And I'll go through my list quickly first. Takeout is a big winner. Mm. I think people are going to get in the habit of doing this, stopping by their restaurant and going home. I did it a bunch of times. It was pretty nice. Delivery. People are going to get things delivered because they've been on the habit of doing stuff. There's something about habit-forming things that end up happening. Unfortunately, online is going to grow dramatically. People are finding it convenient. They're... This was a beautiful opportunity for online guys to put another nail in the coffin of brick and mortars, and I think they will. Um, soaps, cleaners, I think they've taught another generation, a younger generation, that you wash your hands more often and things like this. So I think that industry is going to even grow even more. Video conferencing, I've had a lot of them, and these manufacturers like it. And to travel all the way in and all this stuff, and they're not even going to shake your hand anymore, maybe. So video conferencing is going to take off. Um, I don't know when it comes to podcasting. Is this going to hurt podcasting? Is it going to help podcasting? I don't think it's going to have any long-term effect. Yeah? People will get back to the habit of listening to podcasts. Yeah, it's going to take some time because even when places open up, the businesses won't necessarily open at that time they still may have people work from home it'll be interesting some of the losers i think are going to be cruises i think they're dead and i don't see the comeback on them and they got big expenses um you know the only way to do it is to make the prices really low and then they end up losing money so how do you survive from that volume Volume. always charge for uh, extra for alcohol Airlines, and if video conferencing takes off, it takes away from, from airlines and hotels, conventions. 
Uh, Barry said during the thing that the IPCPI or PCA yep. is still going to happen. It's going to be worse, unfortunately. Did I call it the IPCPR or the PCA I don't know. in the news? I don't know, but I say whatever. Yeah, hmm. old habits die hard. I still say RTDA sometimes, yeah. so that tells me how old I am. And hair salons, I think, are going to get hurt from this. I think people figured out how to do their own haircuts. And I'm going to show you how to do it. It's also going to take them longer to get back to normal because they're opening, but they can only have one client in the store yeah. at a time. It, it's those haircuts that they were doing for two months that are gone don't come back. It's not like you're going to have your haircut twice a week right. because of it and try to make it up. It, it, this is not makeup stuff. You can't make it up. You guys got anything else for winners and losers? I'd say uh, I think uh, one of the big winners, and I know you said takeout, but sub shops specifically are seeing that the lines are just ridiculous, which you never saw before. I mean, they do delivery and all that, but they going in an inexpensive sandwich and being able to split that up for the family, I think is huge. And other the other one is pizza. Pizza's been big. See, so last night, uh, my friend had bought a house. We went to his house. We tried to order pizza. We hung out on his porch. We social distanced. We couldn't find a pizza place that was open. Wow. In, in, in Manchester, New Hampshire. We called like six places before we said, screw it, and we ordered Domino's. And no offense to the people of Domino's, but as a guy from New York, yeah. even a guy from Boston. Should have went that's Papa not, Gino's. That's not real the best pizza. chain pizza. And I had a buddy of mine calling pizza place yesterday, and the phone just rings, and then somebody picks it up and hangs up. He went to the place and told me he watched them do it because they got they're 100 backed up. And they can't put another pizza in the oven. They'll it'll be past the hours that, right. that they'll do it. And they just tie to listen to the phone ring. They just pick it up and hang up. And yeah. I, I think one of the big losers is is all of us because all all the uh, you know all the uh, the CARES Act and all that taxes are going to oh, be raised. Yeah. You know, where do you think they're going to go, cigar smokers? They're going to get low hanging fruit. They're going to yeah. go after us again. Get ready for that. I think movie theaters. Yeah. Yep. You know, and the winner in that may be some of the online streaming services. But, but you got drive-in theaters that are going to come back again. Yep. <laughs> but you know, you got to build them. Uh, how many of them exist? But I was hoping they the were going to waste the property. I was hoping they were going to release some of the movies through pay-per-view, and you figure people go as a, as a couple. Yeah. And you know. $28 to rent the movie. I would have done that. You know, it would have been $14 a ticket. Yeah. I'll make my own popcorn. I'll save money there. Well, the whole movie industry, right? They're not making new content yep. right now. Right. Yeah. So you, usually December, you see a whole bunch of movies come out <laughs> right. and stuff. It's not going to happen this year, right? No. So the whole industry will probably suffer. Yeah. Wow. I'll tell you who's not going to suffer is my hair. My hair is a mess. I've said on the show before that I cut my own hair. I've been doing it for years and years and years. I use the Floby hair cutting system. It's an electrically powered vacuum cleaner attachment made for cutting hair. It was developed in 1986 by Rick Hunts from San Diego, California. He was a carpenter. So who better than cut hair than a carpenter? I think he has a brother named Michael. There we go. <laughs> well, who better to make a cake than a carpenter? Right. Uh, Hunt originally sold the Floby out of his garage before finding success from live demonstrations at county fairs. The product was advertised as being capable of performing hundreds of precision layered haircuts. And I'm to attest that I've been using this for probably 25 years or more. 
same one, and it still works. It has gone through, I estimated about 500 haircuts that I did on myself. And you have a lush head of hair lush. for someone who's almost 60. Yeah. I mean, it's friggin', it's impressive. Why do I call lush? I find very uncomfortable with you saying lush to me. <laughs> I want to run my fingers through it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just got weird. So by the year 2000. You're just jealous. By the year 2000, 2 million Flobies have been sold. So I'm not the only one. 2 million of these. And they don't break. Uh, so it's not so funny anymore. The Floby. Uh, no, it's still funny. Yeah? <laughs> it's still funny. The Floby was found to work for astronauts in flight missions. Huh. When they're up there for a long period of time, what are they doing? They're using the Floby, damn it. Uh, hair particles get collected by the vacuum instead of floating away and become potentially hazardous was for sensitive because you know there's, there's an awful lot of spontaneous combustion that happens at the barber shop you really have to be careful of it floby can also be used for grooming dogs with long hair and a special pet grooming attachment sold separately is available and uh, it's still manufactured it's sold via their factory website yep. at various outlets across the internet floby factory uh is located now in Texas. Have they updated that for some manscaping attachments, or we're not I sure? I have no idea. I have not bought it. Mine was bought so, at Ann uh, & Hope, brick and mortar. Which has been out of business for decades. Decades. You know, with manscaping, it would give the Hoover maneuver a whole other meaning. <laughs> I paid $49. Does it get jammed up? Is peanut butter particles? Is about, that? <laughs> you're a sick man. You're a sick man. Um, I'm not saying go chunky, but... So, with that... Uh, it's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. Would I cut my own hair with a Floby? $10. Ooh. $10 per slap. Take 100 bitch slaps on the face. You must make it to the full 100. But you, you can't go past 100. I will be the slap. Oh, I'm in. You've got arthritis. Your friggin' hand will die after five slaps, and it'll be these little love taps. See, now, if you had a, a, a statuish German girl with a leather corset and thigh-high leather boots, I'd be in all day. You, it doesn't do it for me, so I'm out. Five, you'd let me slap you 100 times in the face, hot as I can? Your hand will get sore so before what? I my face feel it. I won't feel sore. it after a while. You can barely write with a pen I'll, sometimes. I'll knock you out. I'll <laughs> knock you out. By no, you slaps. won't. No, you won't. I'll knock you I out. I will take it and I'll go harder at your hand until your hand falls off. 100, which means if you make it to 90 and you say stop, you get nothing. You got to take I 100. I stopping. And I don't have to ask no, you. No, I, I have no interest. I'm not saying I'm interested in it. I'm just saying I think I can outweigh Dave's hand. No, you can't. I'll knock you out in a hundred. I got a hundred shots. You won't knock me out if you put brass knuckles on your hands. Oh, you're oh crazy. boy. You're an old, feeble man. Those are fighting words. I say we prove it <laughs> with the brass knuckles that you can knock them out. Yeah. Juarez, what do you think? It is chocolatey, man. It, 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 if there's a familiar taste to it, there was a brand that we, uh, we were huge behind, and then the company... Did the wrong thing, and the brand kind of disappeared, and that brand was Azan. This is made in the same factory that oh. Azan was made in, so you can notice some similarities. Um, very rich chocolate. It's wow. a good flavorful. This is in flavor and body. This is like an eight or a nine. In strength, it's like a five or a six. Yeah, I'm with you there. Ed Sullivan agrees with that. 
Yeah, a lot of flavor. It, it's a, That's it's his a, maiden it's name. It's a flavor bomb, but it doesn't kill me on strength. It's his mandem name. It is. It is. All right. Here's how we're going to do this. During the commercial, which if you watch, you can see me do it, but I oh, have it. Thank God you're not going to put through the uh, audio. Hey, Raphael Nodal says, Dave, you need to support your, your local brick-and-mortar barbershop. Yes, I do, but they're closed. I can't. There's nothing I can do. So this is the Floby, and you turn that on. Oh, I've heard that, that sound before. Yeah, I think I walked in on that sound the other day at home. Really? <laughs> we don't need it that close. The razor blades just crisscross on each other, and I got a little attachment, this little plastic thing, and I pick how far and thick I want the hair. So I'll put a couple of these on. I put a, a medium-sized one and a small one. It snaps in here. Right. Or, or does it? Well, with my arthritis hands that I'm uh, feeble. You can't slap with. <laughs> wow, that's You're hard. a bitch. So that'll help with the layering. I think that was the dog one. No, it isn't the dog one. So I'm picking this one, this size. And I'm going to do roughly my, an inch and a quarter. I'm going to do my whole head. Look at everybody watching. Everybody, we have contractors here watching. I'm going to cut my whole head with this. Then I'm going to take that attachment, the big attachment off, put the small one, and then go around the sides and the back with the small attachment. And in four minutes' time, I'm going to have a complete haircut. I'm going to have no hair down my neck, and I'm going to be in good shape. All right. And I'm gonna, my hair's going to look good. So I'm going to play them out, Ed Sullivan. Play me out, and you'll see my hair before, during, and after. I got a, a, a mop on my head, but I'm going to be looking good. I don't think that thing's going to get through that lush salt and pepper hair you got going on up there. All right, right so there. keep the cameras going on, and we're going to be back in just a few minutes. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. I got four-minute haircut coming. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. 
since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. <laughs> did you just tip yourself? I did. <laughs> Why the hell did you put shaving lotion on your face? <laughs> that is a, that's a bay rum. Oh, so it's like you really did leave the barbershop. I did. I'm perfect. Pretty. We're back, and I got a nice haircut while smoking Juarez. Did it stay lit? 
Nah. I got to tell you, with the Bay Rum, you smell different when you're awake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> At least I'm not the only one. I got to try that on my beard. It does look like it did a decent job. And I tick my... I. Uh, tip myself $100. I do that every single time I give myself a haircut. <laughs> uh, big tipper. But uh, seriously, right? I know I got the headphones on. But. Huh? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, actually, it's actually but. way better than I thought it would be. It's perfect. It's the way you've known me mm-hmm. ever since you met me, Ollie is. Because you never saw me not like this. No. And. I did play uh, Terrence Riley coming out of the break because I don't know if you've seen the mop he's got on his head. Uh, oh, yeah. He needs to borrow that Floby. Floby. Nothing wrong with it. Who's next? Mr. Jonathan? I'm in. I'll, I'll do my beard with that maybe during the next break. <laughs> yeah. I need a longer attachment because my facial hair is longer than your hair, but... You get all kinds of attachments. It you comes, build them you can, up. You right. build them up and stack mm-hmm. them as high as you want. doesn't matter what it is. I don't think it matters what kind of hair you have. I, well, that beard looks a little puby to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't secretly, think you want Secretly, I was going to see if I could borrow a small attachment and tidy things <laughs> no up downstairs. No hair down your neck. No nothing. I look no. good. I smell good. I am good. <laughs> Floby. <laughs> So, folks, we're running out of material here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've officially hit bottom. Yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a recycled bit from about eight shows in when he ran out of material the first time. Absolutely. So let's take a peek into the asylum, if that wasn't crazy enough, from our friends at Asylum Cigars. From the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. (laughs) All I can taste is bay rum in my cigar. (laughs) (laughs) After months on the run, a mail fraud subject did not live up to his legal name as he's been arrested in Georgia. The 35-year-old male named Speedy Gonzalez was able to elude police officers for months before being arrested. Police said he acted alone and that Slowpoke Gonzalez was not involved. Arriba, arriba, andale, andale. That's not only insane, it's asylum. So the Gonzalez family named their son Speedy. I want to know if he has a brother brother or a cousin named Slowpoke because in the cartoon it was Speedy and Slowpoke. Si, senor. Absolutely. Horrible. All right. The after show, we are going to talk about um, Altadis was purchased. And, um, you know, I reached out to some people and looking for some information. I didn't get any any information. So as I usually do when I don't have the information, I make it up. So uh, I got theories. I got thoughts and theories. And we'll talk about that on the after show. Following message was submitted through a email directly to Dave. Hi, Dave. I wanted to share some of my experiences during these tough times. I'm enjoying the podcast very much, and I'm thankful how you continually pump brick and mortar. Tobacco stores are not deemed essential here in New York like most states. We keep one employee in the shop with the lights off and open the door when someone knocks. I will not allow the government to shut me down. 
Plus, my concern would be losing more market share to the internet if I wasn't here for my customers. Only one customer in the shop at a time, and we constantly wipe everything down. Revenue is down nearly 40%, You're doing but good. it is better than 100% down. Yeah. My members-only club has been closed since 321, and I've had to refund... I've had to refund April and May's monthly dues, which really hurts. Actually, not a refund, rather a store credit, but most members have hung on, and even some told me to forget about the refund. Nice. Here is to better There's days. There's the right things, right? Adam from Doc James Cigars. Yeah, Adam. Shrub Oak, New York. It's tough. It's tough. And you, the consumer, uh, you hold the pocketbook. You hold the reins right now. Uh, help them out. Help out the brick-and-mortar retailer more than ever. Um, okay, it is time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Uh, another factory completely closed down. They're waiting to try to get their people to go, so it's not easy for, for everybody. Um, to you guys, would you rather every shirt that you wear be kind of itchy? And I say this because I'm not itchy at all because... I used the Floby, and no hair went down my back, but kind of itchy, or only be able to use one-ply toilet paper. Every shirt you wear, it's kind of itchy. Not crazy, but kind of itchy, or you have to use one-ply toilet paper. Does that count for wet wipes, only one-ply wet wipes? Nope, just one. Wet wipe you have to use only one-ply toilet paper. For everything? Napkins? No, for <laughs> going to the bathroom. Number one or number two? <laughs> It should be number two, right? Seeing you're a man. Well, I always, I always wipe the seat a little. You know, you get a little on the, the little rib. <laughs> what are you doing sitting down if you're using number one? You stand up. I go to the bathroom how I go to the bathroom. You go to the bathroom how you do. You're a strange man, Mr. Jonathan. Single ply, because if you fold it the right way, it's two ply. Yeah, I don't know, man. You get a, one little finger pokes through, and I'd rather have my shirt a little yeah, itchy. Yeah, but if you double it up, and then you double it up again, it's four ply. You know what my rap name is, Tuply. Tuply. Yeah. <laughs> That's your street uh, tag name. Tag I name. Whatever. Whatever. Name. You got to know. Yeah, I'm going to go with, with every shirt I wear is a little itchy because I don't like poop on my hands ever. Turns out I love poop on my hands, so I'm going single ply. Can't stand the thing. No, I, I don't like the itchy thing. I can't even stand a tag on the back of my shirts. I cut most of them off. I just, With all the laundry information? Well, that doesn't concern you. No. That's not your department. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. All right. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Jay writes, hey, guys, one of my favorite parts on the show is hearing Mr. Jonathan's outlandish flavor notes. I've been working to develop my palate, and I am nowhere near able to detect those intricate subtleties that Mr. Jay picks up. At least he has the right person now. Yeah, he, makes, Retro he, he makes them up. Uh, however, I recently had my aha moment and had to share. Smoking a Dos Ombre Maduro Carpenter pencil, mm. I had a fleeting taste of the following. A Blimpies grinder with ham, American cheese, lettuce, and honey mustard, wrapped up to go, taken across the restaurant, and then taken all the filling out and eat just the roll. It was very quick. It was gone as soon as it came, but I distinctly remember eating that grinder as a kid, and that was for sure the taste. Was able to pick up the flavor because it was such a, was I able to pick up the flavor because it was such a small ring gauge? Who knows? All I know is a great moment that brought me back to my childhood, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
That's what cigar smoking is all about. Stay smoky and keep up the great work. Signed, Jay. So in his childhood, he would order a sub and take all the stuff out of it and then just eat the bread? I'll tell you, I used to <laughs> like... kind of strange. I used to like how Benedetti's subs in Haverhill made a ham and cheese sandwich with all the, with the works. They did it different than they did their veggie with all the works. So I would order a ham and cheese with the works, no ham. And that's how I would order my sandwich. And so I'm, I'm with Jay 100%. So you basically would order a cheese sandwich? No, with, with the works. All the stuff they would put on a ham and cheese, different, because I didn't want broccoli and Chinese pea pods and all that stuff in the veggie. They overdid it with the veggies. I wanted a ham and cheese with the works, no ham. And they'd all say, the slow kid well, is here they, again. What they yeah. charge you for $2, a ham and cheese? $2. That was the thing. This was Benedetti's in the 90s. It was $2 subs. So you go in and get $2. So they charge you the full price for the sub, even though they didn't use one Same of the Same price ingredients. for the veggie. It's, it didn't matter if you got a steak and cheese, if you got a mm. veggie, so he all ca- $2. He called it a grinder. We call it a sub. Yes. What You call it a sub, too? Yeah. Because this is where we grew up. How about New York? Hero. Really? Yeah. Never. Philadelphia, it's a hoagie. And, and, and not in G-Y-R-O, H-E-R-O, a hero. Like, I'll take a vam, uh, veal palm hero. My wife still looks at me like I got two heads. And you say it? And yeah. W- and what does the sub play say to you? Well, she calls in the order because I don't oh. have the patience for people <laughs> in mail order. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I do it for a living. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got a haircut. We did a show. Let's do a classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. So I gave myself 500 haircuts. I charged myself $100. I tipped myself $100 for doing it. How much have I made? 500. Nothing? Uh, 500, 100, uh, 500,000. Half, half a million, million dollars cutting my own hair. You half a owned the money and you gave yourself the money. You made nothing. Half a million dollars. I'm going to give myself a million dollars right now. See it happen? Want no. See it again? Not that happened. Now I'm now I have two million. I tip myself a hundred dollars, or and I get charged nothing for the haircut. So the haircut's a hundred dollars. Whatever. It's half a million dollars. You see how I do this? Volume. Volume. How many haircuts? Five hundred. Right, so that'd be fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. I just did that. Uh, yeah, one less uh, zero. Not, it's not quite. No, he might as well go back to the barber. No way. Do I need it? I'd go you, if it. You go to the barber four or five times a year to clean many. up the back. Not many. Not that many. Well, you try to go to the barber that many times. It's not always open. It's <laughs> yeah. not always available. And that's the problem: is is not saving the money. Really, it is. I got to wait, I got to sit there, or I got to make an appointment, I can't make an appointment because I'm a busy guy. It's a whole thing. Last week, Ed Sullivan was a shutout. No, it, me, wasn't it? I think it was Barry. Yeah. Yeah. Barry was the shutout. It was on was, fire. Yeah. Barry was the shutout, so yeah, it's going to go to Barry. Was, Barry was really smart last week. All right, May 2nd, born today, 
Manfred von Rechthoven. The guy who invented the rectal thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> World War II fighter ace, also known as the Red Baron, is considered the top fighter ace of the war. He was widely respected by his enemies and regarded as a national hero in Germany. The Red Baron was the top fighter pilot of all time and thus became a subject of various books and songs. He was born today, but he died, I can't tell you when, but at the age of 25. Oh, he died? Oh, no, I, I want to know when he was born. Okay. But he died at age 25, and he was mm. the most successful. Well, that changed that my changed, answer. Yeah, that yeah. changes my answer. That changes here. my answer to 1891. 1891. Uh, let's go with 1920. 1920. 1901. 1901. Wasn't he in World War One and not World War Two? Somebody was one year off, and he made it in time. Barry, you said 1881. Oh. It was 1882. I, I said 1891. Okay. Oh, I was thinking World War Two, obviously. Yeah. Barry Stein, one off of getting two points on an obscure thing like that. Over to Ed Sullivan. Dwayne Johnson, also known as The Rock, was born today. He's widely considered one of the all-time greatest professional wrestlers. The, the Rock wrestled for eight years in the Re World Wrestling Federation before beginning his film career. Dwayne Johnson named the highest paid actor for a second year in a row, earning $89 million. He was born today. What year? 1974. 74. 1965. 65. 71. 71. One off Barry Stein, but good for another point. Barry Whoa. Stein. Barry's on a roll. Roll. And the last question with no tiebreakers. So if you guys get two, then Barry will Barry remain champion. The and it goes to Mr. Jonathan. Died today. Died today. Osama bin Laden, the suspected mastermind behind the September 11th attack, an FBI's most wanted man, was killed by U.S. Special Forces in Pakistan by a cigar smoker, Robert O'Neill. Osama bin Laden died today, May 2nd, what year? 2012. 2012. 2005. Five. I had 2014. 14. Barry is way off, but he is going to take it because you guys are over. Barry said 2005. It was 2011. No no pomp and circumstances because I was one off. Barry gets but the blown wrong the way. last two questions. But the wrong way. Barry, three to nothing to yeah. nothing. Two weeks in a row, Barry won completely without yeah. anybody getting a Darn point. Jonathan, you go the wrong way. Wrong way. Apparently. I think that's the longest so, streak in the history of the classic three-way. Have you guys what, two? <laughs> Seven in a row. Have you guys ever had hot chocolate with the marshmallows? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Okay. Now you gotta get tweezers. You gotta pick out is every it, is single it the mini marshmallows. The mini ones. Okay. Cool. You gotta pick out every single mini marshmallow. You make the hot chocolate, you serve it in a leather mug, and that is Juarez. <laughs> See, you're close. You take the packet of Swiss Miss with the marshmallows, you dump it out, you tear open the packet, and now you lick the packet. That's what you get from Well, you're cigar. wearing a leather ball gag? Is that yeah. I mean, it's the same friggin' flavor note? I agree 100% with No, Barry. I do not. I want that drop removed. <laughs> nice cigar. Nice cigar, but taking Nice away. price on it, too, really. Yeah. For the quality and the taste. These are values. These are values. Don't worry, care package, guys. We're going to step it up. 
but I wanted you to smoke the Juarez because of the. F we we did it on the show before, but we didn't have it for our our listeners. And if you can't taste chocolate in this, then you all got, is lost. Yeah, you got to yeah. work at it. As the retro hail, there yeah, it is. If you don't taste the chocolate, you might have the COVID. Because mm. to say that your taste disappears. Now it becomes hot chocolate with a little cinnamon in it. So this is our test kit. Is that what you're saying? Yes, Barry? it is. We gave everybody a test kit. <laughs> uh, if we didn't have a history of irreverence, that would be in appalling. But appalling. we do. So I think it's okay. Is anybody going to buy a Floby now? Have I sold any Flobies for the They're pool? a lot more money, though, now, right? Yeah, about $150. Whoa. But again, so, yeah. worth it. Worth See, it. I like when you go. What does a haircut cost? Twenty bucks? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'll go and get my beard done. The guy charges me twelve bucks. I'll give him a twenty. Tell him to keep the change. So roughly the same. So I like going for the haircut. You got the good-looking girl cutting your hair, giving you the hair wash. Her boobs are bouncing in your face. You can't get that. Oh, you go to VIP in Manchester. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I mean, I go. You stand on your head. While you're doing the floppy, uh, yeah. you'll get that. <laughs> is that a fat joke? <laughs> I think it was a your titties joke. Yeah. <laughs> See, I got the cordless clippers, but I got a mess to deal with afterwards. You don't have that. If you duct tape your vacuum to the clippers at the correct mm -hmm. angle, you can ah. mimic a floby for about $12. All right. Let me give that a I can't a say enough about it. I, I think it's the greatest thing. I, I did. I, as, as a joke, somebody gave this to me years ago. And I used it, and I never stopped. I said it, it really works. It, it's it's a foolish name. It's the, it's a, the wrong color. But marketing, if it was marketed properly, these guys sold two million of them. I didn't sell two million. Anything, two True. million. That's a lot of something. Right. And, and uh, it, he's direct to consumer at this point, but I, I guess online stuff. But no stores will carry it because it's too much of a no. joke. <clears throat> they got to change the name of it, change the packaging, call it um, COVID 19 or whatever. <laughs> you think this guy would be really promoting it during uh, this thing? Huge. It would be a yeah. huge seller now. Yeah. No, you yeah. don't want to be the guy known as the company that put the barbershops out of business. You'd be have problems there. People are doing it clippers now, and you bought clippers oh, during yeah. this. Oh, I, I went in early on those. No, nah, my hair, thankfully, yeah. grows really, really slow. So, uh, you know, I, I won't need another haircut for at least six weeks. What about on your back? Well, my wife shaves that. The following <laughs> message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Carl writes in with a show idea. Hmm. Each panel member selects a cigar, currently not carried by two guys, that they believe should be brought in, smoke them on the show, and see if you can convince Dave to buy into that line or size. What? <laughs> I don't understand that. We all smoke. We each smoke a different cigar that we don't carry at two guys. Yeah. And decide if we if we think we should carry it. We do this every day. And we pitch you on the idea on the show. Every day. This happens every <laughs> but day. It's not a show. It's just I don't life. know. It is kind of peeling the curtain back. It's not a. It's not a terrible idea. You'd have to be after a trade show or whatever when you come back with samples and. Decide on the show if it's ah, something you're going to You're going to see an ugly side of me at that point. <laughs> because saying no is part of this, you know, we can't carry everything. So unfortunately, people come in and pitch us, and we sit and have mm. the cigar with them, and the smart ones end up giving it to these guys too. It's, it, in the case of Barry, sometimes going over to the other store, mm -hmm. hitting them first, so that when they come over, they say to me, Barry liked it, Ed liked it, Pete liked it. They go through the freaking thing. Everybody says, now it's on me and stuff. And I say, 
No. Which is interesting because when they give it to Pete, if it's a strongest cigar, he goes, thank you, walks away. And as soon as they leave, he puts it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and then says, I like that one. <laughs> and, and I do listen to what the guys say because I don't smoke every single thing. But then I go to, in, in fairness to a manufacturer out there, then I go to Barry and I say, check on the cigar. Make sure it's safe for us to carry. Make sure the company is strong, that can deal with us. Well, there's nothing mm -hmm. worse. We've had this happen where you go to order something and it ends up being a big hit and then the company can't supply you. And We've had two, two companies, two big companies I got behind, not big companies, little companies that I got behind in a big way. And then they, they said, with, with my third order, well, that will be the whole production. I can't give it to you. Well, there's nowhere to go with you guys. That's it. It's over. And then it's like, okay, now I've, I've put people on it, and I have to worry that they're going to go somewhere else. Now, so now we do a lot more investigations to see that that company can supply us. And not that we're a big, giant company, but I, we like dealing with little companies like this. Yeah. And we're a bigger player in a smaller pond and, you know, helping a little sure. guy and all that yeah, I mean, look, we got behind Aladino when they were really, really small, just getting started, and they blew well, up. They started in the friggin' as a different name, but they've been around for a long yeah. time, and not like they were new. Those right. guys are pros. They, they, historic. Company. Right, but they started small, and they've blown with the, up. With the brand name. Yeah. Yeah. With the brand name. Uh, all right, that's it. That's all the time we have for today. I have a haircut. I smell good. I look good. I got 100 bucks in my pocket. Maybe good. I can get Dave to tip me $100 for trimming my beard. You'd have to tip yourself. That's how it works. Anyway. John and Jonathan's all about getting the tip, so. Next week, we will be uh, just two days away from our grand opening, which uh, we're going to soft play. Um, and um, what are we going to do next week? What do we have? Oh, we're going to do two guys smoke, smoke shop, shop the stuff. anniversary. Because the anniversary tickets go on sale. And everybody's coming up for it. Tickets go on sale next Saturday, May 9th. The tickets I didn't even mention, $225 per person. For that, you get 17 cigars, chance to win $35,000. You get a dinner, comedy, music, a great time. There'll be 400 of us, not 500. We will be more closer than probably six feet away from each other, but by then it's going to be over, right? It's time. Let's open up. Let's live our lives. Let's be free again like we're supposed to in, in, in America. That's it for us. Catch you next time. And you've learned nothing, and I mean nothing, in the last in two hours. But always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.